So here's my video on why uh, marriage doesn't favour some women. And um, <clears throat> it is only some women. <laughs> uh, on the last video I said the marriage game doesn't favour men. I know that that had a slightly sort of troll-esque troll title. It was deliberately meant to be thought-provoking and controversial and stuff. But it was actually uh, a video that was done for a man, by a man, given the male point of view. So people said to me, well, it's tough for women as well. And I was like, I didn't say it wasn't tough for women as well. I just said it doesn't favour men. So this is one of the things that probably should be brought up at this point, is that I am not telling you what to think. That's not what the Spartan Life Coach channel is about. It's not the counselling service I provide. I was asked this last night, went to speak to a, a feminist group last night, and a lot of the questions that often will go into a direction of saying, well, <clears throat> what's the answer? What do you, what do you think? You know, saying to me, what do, what do I think? And I'm like, well, I can give you like what I've concluded, but these are just my opinions. I mean, it, it, it's the opinion of one person. And I, I like Zizek's approach to this. I'm not a big fan of philosophy for philosophy's sake, because it's, to me, it just becomes a load of ego masturbation and, and chat. We're endlessly talking, pontificating ideas and theories and ideals that none of us have lived. You know, you go, oh, I believe in Buddhism. And I'm like, well, you don't do anything that's like, you know, you say, this is a philosopher I espouse, but I can just say that I have it without doing anything. Louis C.K. does a great bit in his stand-up comedy and he calls these things believies. You know, it's not a true belief, it's just a believie. Like, I like to, I, it makes me feel good to believe this thing about myself, but it's not actually something that you manifest. So, as Zizek would say, as far as philosophy goes, um, it's not for philosophers like him. I'm not a philosopher. This is like, I stick to, I stick to where I'm good. I stick to where I'm strong, which is in the realm of psychology, counseling, therapy. I'm real good at that. You ask me to do philosophy, politics, uh, spiritual healing, and I'm like, I pontificate. I just sit there and I'll go, I'll tell you what I think, but it's not my strong suit. So, you know, I don't want to be pushed off, off, off course. Now, why do I think marriage doesn't favor some women? I think if you're here, it's probably not going to favor you massively. Um, what do I mean if you're here? This channel, Spartan Life Coach, was meant to be the psychology arm of uh, Street Fight Secrets. So it was meant to be for guys. The whole concept was originally for guys, but all like 80, 90% of contacts I'm getting here and people I'm talking to here are women. So I just have to go with the flow of, of, of what's here. Uh, now, if you are female, <laughs> if, you, if you are a possessor of a uterus and you're here, um, that means that you have a certain perspective. You might not agree with everything I say. You probably only agree with about 50% of what I say and the rest you come for because you disagree with it but you're getting something out of hearing a man's point of view, maybe arguing with me inside of your own head. That's, that's fine. I think that's, that's actually a really healthy thing to do. Sorry, to close the loop I opened before. I am not here to tell you what to think. I'm not here to give you an opinion so that you can repeat it blindly so you can ape my thoughts. I don't want that. I'm not even here to teach you how to think, though that would be a valuable thing. Somebody should do a YouTube channel that's all about critical thinking, how to engage in philosophical debate, and how to engage in the Socratic method properly. Like this thing of saying, if I say marriage is bad for men, I'm not saying it's fucking easy for women. That would be a poor use or, or a total uh, unuse of, of critical thinking and a disregard for the Socratic method. 
which, you know, first and foremost means I need to understand your side of the argument before I present mine. And what Socrates would make people do is say me and you were going to have a debate. He would make me present your side of the argument first to your satisfaction. And then you would have to present my side of the argument first to my satisfaction. So how many arguments would be resolved straight away if we just applied step one of the Socratic method? I probably don't understand your point of view. You know, when you're writing YouTube comments, it's a really shitty way of communicating with people. The internet's not great for communication. You're not in the right state of mind. You're actually coming from a more reflexive, impulsive place. Um, I've read back over some of my comments and I'm thinking, fucking hell, in the context, that sounds so glib and so dismissive. But it's all about what you can't see, isn't it? You know, you can't see that I had 10 comments to reply to and half an hour to do it within before I went out. And in my head, I'm like, I must reply to all these comments because I can't leave a comment unanswered because then people will feel unheard. And actually what I should have done is gone, no, you need to give the time to these comments. Otherwise, you're going to sound like you're being glib and dismissing people, um, which is unintentional, but it happens. So, the, if, you know, to call up old school classical NLP, the meaning of any communication is the response that you get. So you get to choose as the, as the person hearing my communication what it means, and I have to work with your response. The meaning of the Spartan Life Coach channel is the response that it gets. If more women are coming here because the men, because they want to, what is typically the, the format is, there are women here who are pissed off with men who kind of want to argue with a manly type of man, a masculine man, um, to resolve those issues. It's kind of like a way of resolving uh, trauma in a sense, which is fine, I get it, I'm cool with it, um, but we have to appreciate the direction and the context that we're moving in. I'm not here to tell you what to think, I'm not even here to teach you how to think, I'm just here to encourage thought, to encourage debate. Um, sometimes I will present a point of view that is the opposite of what I believe, just for the sake, to provoke you, I wish to provoke you. So, why does it not uh, favour women? I think for those women who are more empathic, are more... Um, independent-minded, who maybe have a slight, who are outsiders, who are outside of the tribal consciousness, who um, would fit into that shamanic archetype, who would fit into that role of being the, you know, the, the, the semi-outcast uh, in, in, a, in a tribal group, who then becomes the, uh, the herbalist, the healer, the, 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 the witch doctor, for want of a better term off the top of my head. So for you, marriage might not work at all. Uh, kids might not work at all. You might have a different path. You might have a different uh, karmic destiny to fulfill. Ooh, ooh, karmic destiny, that's a bit spiritual. I'm an atheist, I don't like it. Well then change the fucking channel, lah. Stop whinging in my YouTube comments, just go away. The Spartan Life Coach, I chose the word Spartan very consciously and very carefully after a lot of deliberation because it says a lot in a very, very small and in, in a, a, a you know a two-syllable word spartan okay this isn't for everybody i want people to go away this is this is kind of darwinism in action i do not operate a no child left behind policy i will leave many people behind that's what i am here for a very small percentage of people um, who resonate with what i'm saying so for those women who are empaths those women who may be the marriage and kids concluded pre-written pre life, you know, where you have a conclusion. Oh, I was wild and crazy and free, but now I have my husband and now I have my children. It might not be for you. And trying to squeeze that round peg into that square hole could be very, oh, it was a bit sexy. 
um, could be very, very painful and could be very, very uncomfortable. And then you end up with people living pigeonholed lives that they're not comfortable with and they're unhappy and then they make their man unhappy, then they make their kids unhappy and then everybody's fucking unhappy. Okay, so it, it might not be for you. We need a third way. Um, I don't agree with the uh, let's have all men sucking up to women and doing exactly what they want because we're driven by this need for sex and therefore we can bully it in submission protocol. I don't believe in the, this fake sex in the city reality tunnel, fake feminism, girl power, women on top bullshit protocol either. I don't believe in standing on women's necks. You know, I do live in a very conservative Muslim country right now. Um, and it's very Western in some ways and very first world in some ways and very progressive, but it's also one of the most conservative countries in the world in some ways in terms of Islam. Um, so I see a lot of strange practices. It's hard for people here, for, sorry, it's hard for women here to let me open a door for them so they can pass through and they'll stop. And, and that's, that's across all three races. You know, it's not just Muslims who do that. All Asian women are a little bit that way. And then I have to say, I'm British. You have to do this for me or you'll make me uncomfortable. I get through that door. So they have to go in front of me, but they want to go behind me. Okay, so which is right? Well, at the end of the day, my cultural template is you hold the door open for people, for people. British, like if, to be a good Brit abroad, to be a good Englishman, we should be polite. There is a cultural imperative that I don't fight at all because I think it's righteous which is to help people if they need help. You know, the, the person who helps the lady with the pram up the stairs, an old man's walking along and you open the door for him and help him through. This kind of thing. Something that should probably be discussed on another video. So for these kinds of, for you women who are here, marriage might not be the thing for you. It might not be, okay, so here's two things. It might not be enough. It might not be broad enough. It might be too narrow. And the flip side is it might be um, too constricting. So there's a constricted space that you're in where there's just not enough going on for you that's going to keep you occupied, growing and everything else. What's the answer? Well, as I say, we need a third way. We need another way. Men need a third way. Women need a third way. We can't do... My friend, uh, strangest dude on YouTube... Um, who's, who's, who's uh, you know, I'm, I'm, he's, he's a, a good mate of mine. You know, when the core values resonate, you get very close to people very, very quickly. For those of you who are here, your, our core values are resonating. That's why you're here. And uh, I was discussing this with him, and he told me about a movement called Men Go Their Own Way, which is shortened to MGTOW. So I went and looked at the material, and I thought, you know, straight away, I see the pain, I see the anger, and I see the reaction. Right, women have pissed me off. So I'm looking at a bunch of middle-aged men who are divorced, who've been, effectively, they feel like they've been ripped off. So they call it men go their own way. And I immediately, I have to be honest, again, I've, I've stuck to rigorous honest, honesty so far, I find that a very impotent gesture. You're a man going your own way, are you? Where are you gonna go? Where are you gonna go? Oh, I'm, I'm moving away from women. Oh, okay, so you're going to be gay now. You're going to sleep with other men. No. So where are you going to go? There is no going your own way. There is no striking out on your own. Unless, you know, you do what, what humans have chosen to do uh, for centuries. Is you go and shave your head, go and put on some robes and retire to a temple or a monastery. Men and women have done that for centuries. And you still can literally do that today if you choose that. There are places you can come to in Asia where you can go and shave your head and you say, right, that's it. I'm out, I'm off the grid. 
I'm out of the matrix. I don't want to be in the matrix anymore. I'm just going to, this is the life I'm going to live. But they don't want that. What they really want is for women to be different. It was for women not to rip them off. It was for women not to take them for granted. It was for women not to exploit them. So then I said, well, then stop going to extremes. Before you were totally supplicating to women. Now you're trying to reject them and go your own way. Where the fuck are you going to go? Where are you, how are you going to go your own way without women? Um, as I said in the last video, I think men need women and women need men. And we just got to fucking sort it out. We're just going to have to be adults and make friends. Okay. You might not like it. I might not like it. That's just the fucking way it is. You just got to do it. So there's, there's, there's a third way that's required. For women, why do I think marriage doesn't benefit them? Very, very close to me. I have seen women go through divorces and I've seen what marriage can do to people. and I've seen exploitation run the other way. It's not a boy-girl thing. If anything, you could say rather than it being a boy-girl thing, it's probably a, a, a better distinction to talk, talk about narcissists and empaths to talk about exploiters and exploitees. And I've seen women be thoroughly exploited. I've seen women be exploited financially. Somebody very close to me uh, in a marriage that lasted six years was the breadwinner. She was the breadwinner for that marriage. Um, and it was on the promise that the guy would one day get a job uh, for the CIA. Um, <laughs> that's not even a joke. <laughs> That's the same thing. Um, <laughs> and that he would be well paid and it would all make sense. And it just never happened. Why? Because the guy kept smoking weed and he wasn't pushing himself and he got lazy because she was taking care of him. I was talking to a girl last night in this, in this group, this all sisters group. And a very common thing I see amongst female clients, she suffered from the same thing, which is an addiction to mothering men. And I said, do you want a boy or do you want a man? She was like, if you ask me intellectually, I want a strong man. But what I end up with is boys who I mother. And I was like, so when you were a kid, were you mini mum? Did, did you mother your siblings? Yes. Did you, were your parents irresponsible? Yes. So you took up the slack? Yes. Okay, now you're addicted to that. Now you're addicted to caretaker, nurturer. I've done the same thing. Uh, where I'll end up with girls who've been either emotionally or physically abandoned by their fathers. And then I would take over that role. It's an effort of will for me to stop doing that because I'm addicted to that. But it's always abusive. It's always an abusive relationship and it's always sick. And the abuse flows this way um, because your brain gets addicted to what it's experienced. Your brain gets addicted to where it feels comfortable. And I was addicted to pain. I was addicted to betrayal. I was addicted to uh, being neglected. It becomes like a martyr syndrome, you know. Um, and when I spoke to my counselor, who was a woman, um, <laughs> I think she probably still is a woman. <laughs> she's she's a she's she's great. She's gone offline. I can't find her. I wish I could find her because I would recommend her to all of you. Uh, she's from where I'm from, just down the road in Greasby. But for whatever reason, she's disappeared for the time being. Hopefully, she'll pop up again. Nicola, her name is. Um, she pointed out to me this is a great way of not looking at the problems in your own life. So why does marriage not favour women? Uh, some women, some women. Like if you have a brain in your skull it's going to be tough. Uh, I would not say to people, don't ever get married, but you've really got to know why you are doing it. Why are you doing it? By the way, another couple who, who I'm very close to and have been for 20 years, where the, where the woman is the breadwinner and the man is the not breadwinner, the, the person not pulling as, as much weight in the relationship, um, and they get married soon. 
So this isn't an alien concept to me. You girls might be sat there fuming in frustration saying, this guy doesn't realize there are dickheads out there. There are guys who are lazy. There are guys who don't pull their own weight. I know, I know, I know, I know. I've seen them. Um, I've seen plenty over the years. I know it goes both ways, but this channel was originally for men. It's just metamorphosizing and it's, it's got to go with the flow. We've got, to, we've got to go with the flow of what's going on. So really you've got to look at it and say, well, what are you getting bonded to? What are you getting into and why are you doing it? And don't follow those cultural imperatives. Don't follow those, that instinctive unconscious drive to just be a good girl. Um, one of the, another thing I've noticed in therapy with girls is uh, it's easy to bully women if you can hack into the be a good girl uh, imperative. If you can hack into the, the uh, you can leverage, like there are certain personality types. It's easy to leverage me if you make me feel guilty. I shouldn't be revealing that in a public forum. I will say this, it used to be easy. Try and guilt me now. Try and guilt me now. See what happens, nothing. Um, for, for a lot of girls, they want to be a good girl. So they'll even self-edit. Like I, I have a friend of mine who works as a counselor and we were talking about somebody who was a fake feminist who basically just hates men but lives in a flat that is paid for by a man who pays for it because he wants to fuck her and she keeps on putting him off and basically keeps him going paying for this flat. And while she's living in this flat that she's not paid for, she sits on the internet and goes out into the cyber realm and attacks men. And says, you, you know, she attacked me because um, I was a subscriber to um, a channel uh, called... Oh, fuck, it's, it's all changed now. The woman is like, um, she's a personal trainer. She's super ripped. What the fuck was it called? Her name is Zuzana. She's like a, a, a Polish girl or a Czech girl. Um, and this, this girl had seen that I'd subscribed to that channel. She's like, you sexist pig. Why, why are you following that? And I'm like, I also subscribe to a bunch of channels by a load of really buff, muscly men. Why aren't you shouting at me? I could be gay. You don't know me. I, you know, why aren't you shouting at me? If you're such a feminist and such an egalitarian and so focused on equality, why aren't you telling me off for potentially objectifying men? Why have you picked out the fact that there's a good-looking woman there and not a load of, of good-looking... Or maybe, just maybe, I'm interested in uh, exercise and lifting weights. Maybe, I, I don't know. I don't know. There's many options here. And I was discussing this with my friend, who's a mutual friend of her, who's a counsellor, and I said, this girl's a bitch. And she went, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I said, say it. You don't like her, do you? No, no. I was like, I can tell you don't like her. She's a fucking hypocrite. She brings the name of what people like you are into, into the mud, and she's acting like a total dickhead. She's a bitch, isn't she? And she's like, yeah, I, I generally, I, I, don't, I don't like saying that. So we, we, we spoke and I said, look, do you have an unconscious rule inside of your head that says that you can never write people off. And she said, yes. I always feel like she, because she's a counselor. Everybody deserves a voice. Everybody deserves a chance. Everybody should be allowed to speak. And I'm like, well, if you run that unconscious rule, you are open to being exploited. Have you been exploited by people like her? And she said, I've been exploited by her, this horrible, fucked up person living in a flat that's paid for by a man whilst attacking other men several times. She'd been bullied out of money, she'd been bullied out of a career position by this, by... So I was like, this woman's a fucking narcissist. Just say it, she's a bitch. And she was like, okay, she's a bitch. But her whole protocol was, good girls don't judge. And I'm like, what the fuck? So you're telling me you can't judge people? No, it's not spiritual to judge people. I'm like, so 
you can't use judgment in relation to human relationships then. No, it's a sin. It's, it's, she didn't say it's a sin. But in her head, it clearly was the equivalent of a sin. It's a boo. You must never judge anyone. A spiritual person would never judge anyone. Bullshit. Fucking nonsense. This girl's a bitch. Just say, just, she's got, I'm not saying kill her. <laughs> I'm not saying chop her head off, she's a bitch. Um, but we have to acknowledge she's got problems and she's not a very nice person. So the short form of saying this girl has problems and is a very nice person is B-I-T-C-H. She is a bitch. Say it. And she's like, okay, she is a bitch. Oh, I feel really good now. <laughs> well, yeah, because you're acknowledging what you know to be true. Stop self-editing. You'll hear me talk about political correctness on this channel. Political correctness as an idea in and of itself. I mentioned ideas being impotent before. It's one of the most impotent ideas that is out there. But that's not why it's poisonous and that's not why I hate it. I hate it and I think it's poisonous because it fosters dishonesty. I don't want your dishonesty. I want honesty. This is what Patrice O'Neill would always say about racists. Say so if you're white, Patrice O'Neill is a black comedian, was, rest in peace. If you're white and you don't like black people, I want you to say it to my face. He would always say, I hate covert racism. I hate racism where I think you're racist, but I can't prove it. I can't actually prove it. Just say it to my face, then I can deal with it. So that is the, that's what an atmosphere of political correctness encourages around sexism. There are so many taboos around gender. There's so many things that men want to say that they can't say, or they haven't got the balls to say in public because they'll get stoned by, by, uh, by women. So, so yeah, that was another rambling one. It was meant to be a title on that one. Um, I wouldn't say to women, uh, as a man, all I could say is I can appreciate why you wouldn't want to get married. And I think for some women, it's absolutely the wrong thing to do. You are basically submitting to a societal norm that doesn't serve you. You're submitting to the tribal desires. Um, I spoke to a girl recently who said that her friends are always pressuring her into getting married and having kids. And I said, yeah, that's kind of nice in a way. I have friends who do the same thing. It's nice in a way because what they're doing is if you imagine a cell or a, a cluster of cells, right? That's in a body and it's, it's living and it's happy and they're, they're working together. You as a single person are like a virus. You're outside the clique. The only way to absorb you and bring you in is for you to do what everybody else is doing, which includes, you know, you've got to have that ring on your finger and you've got to, you've got to start making babies to bring you in. So it seems dark, like people are pushing you towards marriage and towards, even when your parents do it or your grandparents or whoever pushes you towards it, it is dark, the effect is dark, but the intent is actually positive. They're trying to bring you closer. They want you to be part of the tribe, but it's like, look, dude, we want you in our gang, but you've got to, um, you know, if it was like an organized crime situation, look, we want you in our gang, but you've got to kill someone, you've got to get a tattoo, you've got to, you know, you've got to do this, you've got to, you've got to do the initiation. So it's the same thing in principle. We want you in our gang, but you're going to have to compromise your beliefs, marry somebody you don't really know that you want to be married to, and start having babies with somebody you're not even sure that you really love. You see what I'm saying? So then a lot of people live a life of quiet desperation. They're compromised. Fundamentally, they're compromised. They're not happy. It's not their first choice, but they didn't have the strength. They didn't have the courage to do something else. Women are brainwashed nowadays to think around relationships. Like this is the primary fucking focus of their lives. And I've said to um, I said to a friend of mine recently, who's a very intelligent, very strong-willed woman, I said, you've got to stop talking to me about relationships. Every time you open a conversation where we could be talking anything about your personal development whatsoever, 
you come back to relationships. And I just said to her, you don't fucking need a man. Repeat that affirmation. Go away and repeat that affirmation and then get back to me. Um, because even though she'll tell you, oh, I'm a feminist and I'm independent and I'm da 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 what her mind unconsciously goes back to is the conditioning. What about this guy? What about this guy? What about this guy? What does he mean when he says that to me? I'm like, for fuck's sake, put him down. Just drop it for a second, get back to you. Should you never get married? Uh, I, 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 I do, my opinion is, and it's just an opinion, it can't possibly be factual, is uh, marriage is uh, an ancient institution that probably doesn't have a place in the modern world. There aren't many advantages to people to get married. The only people who are advantaged by getting married are lazy, work-shy, feckless fops who want to be hooked in legally to a source of, of, of finance. And uh, those people could be male or could be female. As I say, I know male males, male guys, and they said male guys, males who are like that. Um, so yeah, it's, it's going to have to come down to, you know, what is it that you really want? I can think of practical reasons. Actually, I just thought of a practical reason, right? Say I meet an Asian girl and uh, I fall in love with her and her passport is Malaysian and we decide that we want to live in the UK. One of the easiest ways for us to do that would be through getting married. That's a practical reason. It doesn't make it right and it doesn't make it the most intelligent thing to do. And there are other options other than, uh, other than doing the marriage thing. But I have seen people get married for that reason. And uh, it ends horribly. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to create a boy-girl paradigm here. I am trying to uh, induce debate, um, induce a mass debate. <laughs> See, I laughed at that like I didn't really think it was funny, but actually I think that is really, really funny. And after this video, I'll probably laugh about it for a good five to ten minutes. Um, so, yeah, that's it for this video. Thank you very much for watching, and I'll speak to you again soon.